Hello, everybody. This is Dan Trito of The Dan Trito Show, and I want to welcome you to my podcast today. Today, I'm going to talk about the abilities and the powers that we have to change our state of mind. I think this is so important because the state of our mind is really what determines the quality of our life. And if you are somebody that like has experienced long periods of despondency or depression or anger, you know, any of those kinds of negative emotions, you know how horrible it really is. And it can color your whole life. We all know people that are characterized by nastiness, you know, or, uh, or just anger. I, I work with a, uh, a person, one of my coworkers, uh, actually it's, it's a horrible story, but, but her own mother, she kind of categorizes her as just being nasty. And uh, some of the stories that she tells me is amazing. And this is her own mother. And uh, the, the good news about that, though, is that for my coworker, it has motivated her to become a better person. She doesn't want to have those qualities. She, she doesn't want to be that kind of a person. She has watched her mother all of her life. And uh, she's watched the nastiness nastiness to other people and nastiness to her, treating her horribly. And it's really moved my coworker to be a, a different person. And she is a different person. She's an amazing person. She's just the opposite of the things she tells me her mother is. And so in that case, you know, it's really motivated her to be a better person, which is great, which is great. Uh, but, you know, the, the topic of my discussion today is do we actually have the ability to change our state of mind. We, we typically don't, right? We typically don't think we have that ability. Most of us are kind of, uh, we get used to being driven by our circumstances in our lives. For example, like your past, that's a really huge one. If you have gone through things, right? You've gone through disappointments and you've gone through loss and you've gone through things that just didn't work out the way you expected them, we're colored by our past so much. And if we allow our circumstances, especially our past, to determine the quality of our life today, then you know we're really playing the role of a victim. And I have done this so much, you know, especially in recent times, you know, about two and a half years ago, I've, I've talked about this on a previous podcast. I have gone through a, a really a devastating divorce and emotionally it was like it turned me into a basket case almost. There were times where I would just go out in the park at two, three o'clock in the morning and I would cry my eyes out by myself in the park, you know, just kind of rolling around in the grass. And the reason that I was like that is because I kept thinking about my past. I, I kept my mindset on what went wrong and what the other person did and what I did and, and what I should have done differently. And, and then those voices, voices would come into my head and say, why, you know, why did you do that? Why do you do such stupid things? How can this happen to you? Things always go wrong. Oh my goodness. It's horrible. A horrible mindset. And so we're determined a lot of times by the things that have happened to us in the past, but we're also our states of mind are also determined by what's going on now. The challenges that you have now. Maybe you're short on money, right? Maybe you're not making enough cash in your job. Maybe you don't have a job, right? Maybe you're going through struggles in your relationship right now and you don't know how it's going to work out. Maybe people are doing things to you. Uh, you know, and, and, and 
And so we're determined, uh, or at least we allow our states of mind to be determined by things that are going on in the present and things that are going on in the past. We also can, believe it or not, we our states of mind could be determined by you know, what we think is going to happen in the future. We could be living in fear. <laughs> God knows there's fear being promulgated all through our societies today, through the media and through social media and through the internet. Uh, it's constant bad news. There's constant anger. There's constantly people, you know, really just like lighting the fire of anger and frustration. And, and so there's a lot of that in our societies today. And so we could be determined by that. So really, when it comes down to it, we're surrounded by circumstances and messages that prompt our states of mind to be, well, <laughs> less than optimal, let's say. So the question that I'm asking again is, can we actually change our state of mind? Can we set it? ourselves? Can we be more proactive to change our state of mind? And the answer to that, of course, is yes, yes, and yes. I've been practicing this consciously and deliberately, and that's the only way that you can get better at it. You have to practice it. You have to practice changing your state of mind, and then when it changes, and then you go back again, right, to your old destructive states of mind, you need to do it again and do it again and do it again. Now I'm going to give you just one example of how I'm practicing this, or this is an example actually of how I kind of discovered it accidentally. Because of that divorce that happened two and a half years ago, there's a lot of times I drive to work in the morning and I'm actually depressed. Why? Because I allow myself to start thinking about my past almost from the moment I wake up. Now, I'm not doing this as much anymore because I have practice and I'm changing that, or that destructive habit. But I would drive to work, you know, really depressed. And I'd be thinking and ruminating over and over about what happened. And then I'd get to work and it was almost like I was in this negative hypnosis. I would pull into the parking lot, turn the ignition off on, on my car, and I'd look up and I'd see the building I'm about to go into, the place I work at, and I would snap out of it. And I would go, whoa, you know, I got to walk into work and I can't walk into work depressed. So I take a moment and all of a sudden I, I get into a proper attitude of mind. And sometimes I would even smile and I walk into the building, walk into the lobby and people would be there and I would greet them as if everything was fine. And after doing this for a while, I realized, oh my goodness. <laughs> It's possible to actually change your state of mind. And then I would be in, in work and I would, I would be fine. I would be fine. Maybe in those little secret moments, I would go back and think about, you know, the stuff again. And of course, after work, uh, when I was really in this bad state of mind, after work, I'd get in the car and it wasn't very long. I'd go right back into ruminating about the past again. And I'd feel horrible again. I'd be back in a depressed state of mind. But while I was at work, I was fine. And so all of a sudden the lights went off in my head and I said, you know what? We have the ability to bam, to change our state of mind if we really want to. We don't have to just wait to get to work, you know, and see the building and have the building snap us out of it. We can actually snap ourselves out of it purposely and deliberately. And so I started practicing this. When I was in, you know, a down state of mind, I 
all of a sudden I realized, oh my gosh, I'm in this state of mind. So it all starts with self-awareness. You have to become keenly aware of your states of mind. As you start to get better at changing your state of mind, one of the things that will happen is you're going to become better at being aware of the states of mind you're in. You see, most people, including myself, we, we're not even aware that we're depressed or anger. We, we're that way, but it's like we don't even know we're that way because we're so used to it. I suppose it's like a fish in water, right? A fish is born in water, they live their whole lives in water, and they die in water, and they never knew that there's a whole world outside of the water, right? Because water has always been touching their skin. That's all they know. And in the same way, we can get so used to these negative emotional states that we live in for months and for years and for decades that we don't even know that we're in them. We think that this is just the normal way to live, that just, this is just us. It's just the way I am. But that's a horrible place to be. And successful people realize that they become aware of those states of mind and they start to practice changing them consciously and deliberately. And just like driving up to the building and realizing I had to go into work and allowing the building itself to snap myself out of it, you can do that on your own. I used to do this, you know, when I was married, I used to start to practice this. I would come home from work and, you know, if I had a hard day at work and I was in kind of a frustrated state of mind, which I often was, frustration was the key word of my career, I would pull in into the driveway and I would have that blasé, frustrated, kind of almost depressed feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm not very fulfilled in this job. But I didn't want to go into the house and into my family being that way. I mean, oftentimes I did, but sometimes I sat in the car and for a few moments, sometimes a few minutes, and with the, with the car ignition off, I would start to think, you know what, I gotta change my state of mind before I go in the house. And it would take me sometimes a few minutes to actually feel like I was getting out of it, and then I would go into the house a little bit more cheerful. And that usually, you know, that ended up having a better result. So I started practicing it back then. And the, the, the cool thing is, is that as you get good at that, and I'm starting to get better and better at it, we have the ability, this is what I've discovered, to change your state of mind instantly. And the scriptures, the Bible actually says, and you know, whether or not you're a believer in the Bible or not, it is an ancient book of wisdom. And it says in one part of the scriptures to set your mind on things above and not below. Set your mind on things above and not below. So there's a lot I could talk about in that scripture, but there's an aspect that I want to emphasize right now, and it's the part that says, set your mind. What that reveals to me is that we have the ability to set our own minds. And the scriptures, you know, advocate that this is God speaking through a writer so this is actually God being the author and telling us that to set our minds on things above and not below. He's actually saying he won't do it. Like the God is not going to do it for you. You and I have to do it ourselves. And, and so what that scripture is revealing is that we do have the ability to set our minds. Kind of like it's a good example of this is your thermostat, right? Your thermostat 
that I'm looking at mine that's on the wall right now. Through the thermostat, I have the ability to set the temperature of the room. Now the room might be too cold or it might be too hot, but I can hit a few buttons and actually set the temperature. And then the system will gauge the temperature, right? And then based on what I set it at, we'll either you know, turn the air conditioning on or, or turn the heater on to warm it up, right? So the thermostat has the ability to set the temperature and that's the way we want to be proactive with our minds. We wanna be able to set it. And we don't want our minds to be like a thermometer. A thermometer is different than a thermostat. A thermometer just simply reacts to the environment around it, right? So if it's 85 degrees out, the thermometer will tell you, it'll, will, it will rise up and show you that it's 85. If at night the temperature drops down to 60, the thermometer will respond to the environment and the mercury in the, th in the thermometer will drop down to 60. And so the thermometer is just responding to the environment, but the thermostat is actually determining the temperature. It's not responding to the temperature. So we wanna be more like a thermostat and not a thermometer. And we need to practice this. It takes practicing over and over. Again, it takes self-awareness, number one. You have to become aware of the states of mind you're in. And number two, you have to determine what state of mind do you want to be in? Do you wanna be happy? Do you wanna be joyful? Do you wanna be positive? Do you want to be confident? Do you wanna be fulfilled? You can do all of that despite your circumstances in your life. And you do that by practicing, by practicing setting your mind like a thermostat. Now here's the cool payoff. We gotta have a payoff, right? The truth is, is that our lives are determined very much by our mindset. And this is a hard pill for most people to swallow because what it is stating is that we're responsible for the quality of our lives. And a lot of times I think that we are attracting circumstances that are in line with the mindsets that we predominantly have. So if you have a mindset of depression and despondency and anger and frustration, you are probably gonna attract more and more circumstances in your life that matches that state of mind. And then when you get more of those circumstances, then it, it's like a feedback loop. You look at it and you say, see, everything's always wrong for me. Everything, nothing ever goes right. And then you have more of the mindset that's attracting that circumstance. And so it becomes a negative feedback loop. We really have to practice, even in the circumstances that we're in right now, even if they're not the way we want them, we've got to practice setting our mind to things above and not below. What's above? The things of joy, the things of confidence, the things of pleasure, the things that are happy, right? We have to, we have to set our minds to happiness, set our minds to joy, set our minds to the states of mind that are more productive and not destructive. And as we do that and change the way we are, our circumstances will eventually conform to the way of our mind. And some people have said that, you know, life and business and everything else is about 80% psychology and 20% mechanics. And Tony Robbins is really famous for 
informing people of that and teaching people that life really is like 80% psychology. What's psychology? It's just the state of your mind. It's what we're talking about here. It's the mental state of your mind. It's your attitude of mind, right? And 80% of life in every area of life, whether it's business or whether it's your health or whether it's your relationships or just your general circumstances, 80% of that is psychology. It's the attitude of your mind. And we have the power to set that and to practice staying in a different state, and then we'll change the quality of our life. I'd love to get your feedback on this. It's very powerful. I think it's changing my life and it's changing my circumstances. You gotta be patient though, because it does take time for circumstances to change. That's why you gotta stay with it and be persistent with it and not give up. Practice changing your state of mind. You can do it actually instantly. If you've never done this before, never been aware of it, it may take a little while for your state of mind to change. But as you get better at it, because you practice it, you will be able to change it very quickly and walk in a completely different frame of mind. Let me know how you feel about this. I love to hear your comments and I hope this helps you wherever you are in the world uh, and whatever circumstances you're in, know that you can change your state of mind very quickly. All right, this is Dan Trito of The Dan Trito Show, and this was a lot of fun sharing this information. I'm practicing it. I'm a student of it myself, and I hope you become that as well. Take care. I will talk to you again on an upcoming podcast. This is Dan Trito of The Dan Trito Show. Make it a terrific day. Take care. Bye-bye.